Kohelet is one of those seven which uh, nobody ever learned. It's a very clever person, and uh, second of all, it's used to keep the sound of discussion that one of my daughters was in somewhere, and uh, she told me that uh, one year, when one of them, they started learning Kohelet. And uh, after a couple of weeks, they really stopped. Uh, they stopped learning, and they were really getting too difficult. And uh, they stopped learning. So the family is about to meet again. Don't understand exactly why that happened because the orphan that is a very Who's the eight? The father or the son? The 
son, right? So eight is the scripture's known and tells us that the first one was dead, right? That's, that's, um, over there. So he has the Kohelis stems of it, Melech. So who was the Melech? Kohelis. So, that is the Raya that Ramban says, because I'll have that we're talking about Shlomo Melech. Because none of other, none of David's other sons became Molochim in Yerushalayim. In other words, uh, you know, we, none of David Hamilah's sons are called Kohelet. So, what do we have? Either we have an option to say that this is a son who isn't mentioned to Nachman first, or another son, yes, that's possible. But we know who the Molochim were, and of all David Hamilah's uh, sons, only one became Melech. So you've got to say, which is no problem, because you find throughout Tanakh that different people are in different sections in Tanakh known by different names. And that we can understand if we would subject the whole idea and concept of names in Tanakh to a rigorous analysis if we want to know if that leads too far. But we find that the whole time that different people are called by different names. So we say that Kohelet is the other name, is another name of one of David Hamela's sons. Which one? Well, the one who was a Melech. Which one was a Melech? Lama Melech. Okay? So we need to ask ourselves, fine. So, why keep it a mystery? Why not say, Israel, Shlomo ben David, Melech Yerushalayim. So, if over here, the name, Kohelet is used, it's there to teach me something. It teaches me something about the nature of the Sefer. So, the Ramban says that really, well, the root, Kuhay Lamed, Kohai, together, Kahila is a congregation, right? Yakhel, Moshe, Kalagasmeh, together, together. So, alright, so we're talking about Slama Melech over here as somebody who gathers. Gathers what? So, in a sense, we know that from Tanakh, remember the dream which Slama Melech had in given right after he became king with his 12 year old younger. And when David HaMelech died, so uh, he had a dream given. Hashem appeared to him and he said, Look, I'd like to give you whatever you want. And he asked for Chachma. So, Shlomo HaMelech, we know, was the Chacham Mikhail Adam. That he woke up there and he understood the birds talking and the, and the animals and he knew the Chachma and message of each person. Remember the story about the two women with a baby, with a live baby, and the that baby, so, what about that is not to understand, like, how much Lanamela understood a person, how much he understood what makes people sick. The big Chacham. So you could learn that Kohelet means he who gathered into himself all wisdom, in other words, that all worldly wisdom somehow found a home in his mind, that would be Kohelet, in other words, that he gathered into himself all the Chacham of Chachma, which exists at once, way of learning that the Ramban says, Chazal learn differently, and they say Kohelos in the sense that he was Machel Kohelos. Now, was people used to come in swarms to hear him talk. Now, he used to give children, and people used to come and listen. So, in that sense, it's called Kohelos. So, Shlomo over here, and we know in Tanakh, in one form, we know him in Shiashirim, but then in Mishle in a different form, right? Here we meet him as the teacher par excellence. 
Now if he is the teacher, he is the man of Karavanashtanda, and people just swarm to hear what he could teach them about life. So, if this pasuk, as we would expect that an introductory pasuk should do, is going to sort of give us the feel for the Sefer, what do we expect from a Sefer which is taught by a Kohelis? Well, we'd expect a lot of wisdom, we'd expect a lot of understanding from such a Sefer. So, right away we have a hint that we're dealing over here with a Sefer whose subject is Chachma. Wisdom. It's Schleimer wearing his Kohelis hat. Right? Mishle is called, also Divrei, Ogur ben Yetes is called in Mishle. So Ogur is also Aleph Gimoresh, also means to gather in. Yoke, to, the hockey is to spit out. So there is also called, because he, like first shot, he gathers in all the Chachmas into himself and then he gives them over to people. He was a great teacher. You teach Chachma. That's what teaching is all about. Now, if you wouldn't know anything about the Sefer at all, what would we expect in religious terms, in Jewish terms, in Torah terms? What would we expect a Sefer which wants to teach us Chachma? What would be its subject? We're talking about Chachma. With what do Chazal, when we talk about Torah, the Torah viewpoint on life, with what do Chazal equate Chachma? Any others? No? What? You prove it? I mean, we'll agree that Torah is a good as that, but, but, but who, who says that Chazal equates Chachma with Torah? I mean, you're just saying that because you feel that Torah is, is a good thing and, and, and it ought to be Chachma, right? Well, I don't know so much, because uh, if it's Chachma, why not call it Chachma? Torah, Torah means teaching, yeah? Yara, the Torah, and Torah is the truth, yeah? Tukun, and Ispotim, the Hatorah. Yes, it doesn't really need another lesson of Chachma to describe it, does it? What do Chazal equate with Chachma? Yeah? Yira. What's the Yira? Hain, Yiras, Hashem, or is it like him? He Chachma, right? Hain, the... Lesson Yivonis is Hain is Akat. One Chachmah, yeah? One, there's one wisdom the Prophet tells us, and that's Yira Hashem. No, all we have to know is the Mishnah that you offer, right? And then Chachmah Ain. Yira and Yira Ain. Chachmah, right? In the third world of Chazal, Chachmah and Yira are synonymous. Alright? Now, why? That's something we'll have to analyze, we'll have to understand. But that's clear. Because I'll say there's only one real Chachma. Chachma is only one thing, and that is Yerat Yes, There's plenty of smartnesses in the world, right? You take a computer, you take a telescope, you take a press, right? Uh, I mean, there's, there's enough wisdom in the world to, 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 to inspire anybody, right? But that's not what is called Chachma, the other words for that. There is Mada, there is Haskel. There are different words in Dr. that describe various fields of understanding, of wisdom. 
Chokhmah has a very, very particular connotation. And Chazal describes Chokhmah as Yudah. So, if we see Kohelas as introducing himself as Didre Kohelas, that means the words of the teacher, right? Uppercase, capital letter, teacher, right? The teacher, that is what Kohelas means. So we'd expect that the faith of the teacher what the Torah considers to be Chokhmah, and what the Torah considers to be Chokhmah is Yiddah, right? Now, the Emmas, of course, is that that is precisely and exactly what the Sefer is doing. Because all we have to do is to go to the very last Pesach, right? And, um... Right, the Pesach before the last, Sefer HaKoyinishma, the conclusion which Kohelas reaches from all his meditations, all his thinking contained in the Sefer, so the one thing that you can come away with, the one thing that's important, the one thing that is significant in a person's life is Asalakim Yirwa. So as a matter of fact, we started off by asking. Where is the safer heading? What is it trying to teach us? The answer is, this is a textbook on how to be a Yerei and a Kim. Right? Printed up in our catalog, Yerei and a Kim, right? Uh, 248 or something like that, description, yeah, right? Uh, that, it's, it's, a, it's a text on how to be a now, to understand that in a more glorious sort of way, you have to understand it like this. It's a very, very interesting life to take care of us. Very interesting. Structurally, you know that the first pair can take care of us. You have first, alright, most of the pairs are set up in soil, right? Then you go to Shemna Tzadik, Mishriyore, Then you have the Mishnah of Antignus Yisrael, and after Antignus Yisrael, you've got the Zugim. Always two people, right? The, those two will recover from him, those two will recover from him, those two will recover from him, those two will recover from him. Those two Zugim were always the Nazi and the Avdeshim of that particular diet. Historically, it's interesting to know why at that particular period of Jewish history there's always these two people, but that's again beyond the scope of what we're doing. But the Maharaja is a very interesting system in this first prayer I can take care of it. And that is this, that he shows that what these Dugan, those twosomes, each one coming, who, Nitaira, Bailey, that each, say, or whatever, right? He said this and he said this, right? He shows that they were always talking about the same basic Indian, but from a different perspective. And the Avedan of the two always took the Sudya from the perspective of Yira, and the Nasi always taught the same Indian from the perspective of Ava. We can relate to Hashem with Ava, we can relate to Hashem with Yira. We had a very interesting system in showing how 
the two people who belong to each zug treated the essentially same sugya, but he would take out Nakudas from it and explain it from the point of view of how a Yore would do it, and the other one would do it from the way an Oihe would do it. Why by Antignus is Sulfur? He was, he didn't have a self, he was a single person. What did he teach? He taught like this. See, he taught these two ways of serving Hashem. With Ava, that's it. Don't be like people who serve Amnastha Kabbal for us, which means that I serve me Ava. That means I serve the Yiddin. Why didn't he have a partner? So Maral learns like this. Because Ava and Yiddin have to derive from the same source. They have to have one source. And that was, in this case, Antinus Yisrael. He was the man who put those two Turochim and Aveda on the map. In formal words. He says, you have to serve Hashem Ava and you have to serve Hashem Yira. That lesson had to come from one source. Once it came from one source, then the Talmudim were able to take it, each one, in his Mahalat. The Avvesdans, who were the Mishpat people, they developed the Yira concept. The Nosi, who had to be the people who loved everybody and who understood everybody and who were with each individual to try and help him, to try and make him, they were the ones who developed the Ava theme. But the basic idea of Yira and Ava has to be derived from the same source. Now, Maral explains over there why it has to I don't want to go into that because it goes too far. But let's take this little idea. Once we've got this little idea and we know the Rambam and Hilfus Shuvah where the Rambam talks about the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. And the Rambam says in Hilfus Shuvah, what is Avas Hashem? How should a person love Hashem? Is the Rambam handy maybe first Bellic? Is there happen to be one in here? All right, Mr. Bellic, the Rambam says that what is the degree to which a person should love Hashem? That the, the idea of the Rabbinic Rambam should encompass his whole mind. There should be Nothing in his mind except the love of Hashem. He shouldn't be able to eat, he shouldn't be able to sleep, he shouldn't be able to do anything, right? Because he's so involved in this other, but the Rambam, until it would be appropriate to say about him, as Shlomo Mela says in Shia Shiran, he follows Ava on it. I'm sick with love, right? My love is so all-encompassing that I'm a choyler of that love. I'm going to say, call Shia Shiram Mosul the Indian term. Shia Shiram is Shlomah Melech's text on Avas Hashem. Right? In the Mosholim of Shia Shiram, where he talks between the Ahuva and the Ohr, the Raya and the Raya, this whole terrific love that is brought to express over there in Shia Shiram is no more than a Mosul for the Ava between the Rabbani Shem and Knesset Yisrael. So now the way we get over from Maral, see that sort of rounds up the pieces that we're saying. 
start this way. had to teach us the derech of Yira and the derech of Ava because they have to derive from the same source. They belong to one another. They complement one another. They form one shlemus. They form one whole together. So doesn't it stand to reason that if one wrote a whole sefer to teach us how to be an Ohev Hashem, which is what she asked him is, we'd expect that he also wants to write a sefer to teach us the Ibdaras of Yura. Teach us how and what is demanded of a person, how do you go about it, what do you do, what are you supposed to feel, what attitudes in life do you have when you are a Yoreh. Okay? And that's exactly what Kohela says. If we look through the Sefer and we try and isolate the subject with which the Sefer deals, what's it talking about, what subjects interest it, we'll find that the subjects with which it deals are invariably subjects which have to do with the idea of Yira rather than the idea of Ava. One case in point, you might as well point it out because we've been talking about it, is Chachma. Right? The whole time you have in Kahela's Nasatya Libi, Dutton, Losso, the Chachma. The whole time Shlana Mela is looking throughout this Megillah for true Chachma. In Shiashirim, the word Chachma doesn't occur even once. Shiashirim, if there is a word at all, that's Das. Das, Vajeda, Odom, Eschava, Ishta. Das has to do with love. Right? Chachma, Yira, and Yira, and Chachma, and Chachma, and Yira. In other words, the subjects with which the Sefer deals are the Pratim of Yira Shaman, Yira so once we know that that's where the Sefer is heading, so now as we go through it and we see the various psukim and we see the various sugyas with which Ramamela deals, so we'll know why they're significant and we'll understand the aspects of them which he's trying to point out to us. So, what does he say? What does he open up with? No, the Apostle, Havel Havolim, Omer Kahelas, Havel Havolim, Hakol, Havel. So, um, you know what that means? What exactly does he mean when he says that everything is Havel? Well, one thing we've got to know is, what does Havel mean? And once we know what Havel means, what is it that's Havel? You know, Chazal said there's seven Havels in this Apostle, right? Havel is one, Havolim is in the dual, that's two, that's three. And again, Havel Havol in the street, then I call Havel seven. So, that's the seven days of the week, the seven days of, in other words, time. All the, the entire week, one big chunk of Havel. Now, that's saying something, because Mele, somebody tells me that the Sheshes you may say are Havel, I wouldn't believe him either. But at least I'd understand what he's saying. Right? Shabbos, that's a ganz feine Sache, right? And then the Shabbos should also be 
included in whatever Hegel means. That's a great credit. Why do I say I wouldn't believe him? If he says that everything is Hegel and Shana Miller says it, so I don't believe Shana Miller. No, I believe him, all right. But I believe the Rabbani Shalom more. What did the Rabbani Shalom say about his word? What's that? So the Rabbani Shalom seems to have looked at it a little differently, right? In other words, if it's all Hegel and it's all nothingness and if it's all Godness, so I wouldn't say that that's that's quite my eye. That's quite at all. And asks this kasha. Now, notice I haven't yet gone into the definition of Hegel, and we're not going to today because it takes too long and I don't want to have this go so long. But I want to tell you this kasha quickly. I want to tell you the Ramban's answer, and we can take it from there. Ramban feels very, uh, very bad about this. a bunch of Hevel, so that doesn't say much for the Rabbani Shlomo. We shall Hevel varik, the ain royal chokom, shayifal toil bottle, the akit mim deyan. If you find an architect or a builder building something which is useless, you wouldn't think much of him. So the Rabbani Shlomo is going to create something which is useless. The royal onus name of the Shlomo, Masha Omar Oysa Amor Oves, the Rabshimim Ben Eloza. Moore tells a story that Rabshim ben Eloza met somebody and said, wow, what an ugly person you are. That's a whole story behind that, but again, there's no time to go into that now. So what did he answer him? He said, Lech le'umon ve'emoyeloi kamon mokuo keilis eshosisa. He said, no, I don't tell, go to, yeah, what are you complaining to me for? Yeah, if you see an ugly, an ugly jug, you go to the woman who made it and you say, why well, you have to make such an ugly pot for, right? So he said, you think I'm ugly? I asked the him why he made me that way. So he says, well, let's ask the Shloim Amela. You don't like the word. Go ask the Rabbani Shalom why he made it. Shalom is very proud of his word. He says, look out. See a starry sky. You see what's to sit in the world, he says. We can't feel heavy about that. Thank you, Yotze, for Ele Habe, she got a book from Mishkabea, Vizia, Shamayim, Vora, Vora, and Meshapon, and Mimuganan. The Bansham says it's good. What is Lana Miller come along and say it's no good? That's his question. No, I go to question. I mean, whatever Hegel is, alright, we don't know what Hegel is. We haven't defined it exactly. Although it's something which isn't so nice. Anybody go and say that the world is Hegel? This is the right time to learn this passion. Anybody can go outside now in the fall and look at the foliage out there, right? Say that the world is heaven. So much beauty. So the end is that the Ramban's carrot go outside. You see the Ramban's carrot. 
on every tree. What beautiful week in the year we have now. Right? And what Hashem will bring and send us a boat of weather to, to appreciate it. Look outside, you see the, the shame. So what my friend asked me a shayla. He asked me a shayla, said like that. He said, you look around in the world and if you ever saw an old dog, uh, you can't even look at it. He steps around and he's breathing heavily and then he doesn't stand straight anymore. It's ugly. But usually age isn't pretty. It comes with infirmity. Things sort of wind down and it's not so nice. He asked me, why are the leaves different? Right? Now, as the trees, they're all in their best rows now, right? The leaves are going to fall off. And Zanaletic. And he has this gorgeous view out there. And Mario de Gutierrez, he told me that, of course, since the told him a beautiful tale. And I told him that then, that's, uh, that's the Ramban. Ramban tells him this passage. But I could tell him, it's an interesting passage. He said, Sugestas, he felt so beautiful, Mashava, from the Sanctuary for the in the Sabbath, the Rajas Kaja. That's the end of the Puriya. So Sankar Hesh asks, what's the Vihine? Vihine implies, wow, something new. So this wasn't new. The bunch of them had seen it all in the six days of everything was very nice, right? So every day it's a Vialakim, Kitaid, Kitaid, Kitaid. So it was good, right? So what's the Vihine? Suddenly something new. As I said, Hine told me we'll be talking about it here in Kerelis. The Tarosa showed up Meir, that Meir was a cipher, not a Gemara. Meir, I think it is, whatever it is. It was a cipher. So he made a Torah, and it said for Torah when he was writing. Instead of the Tov Ma'od, he wrote Tov Novis. That's in Chazal. The Tov Ma'od is Miso's Torah. Then the Chazal told me, oh, the Yetzirah, it's told. What's Tutsitzah? So, Shanshbar Hill says, a mighty gazette. But when the world was finished, every crab took on a new beauty, right? The toughness of the fish, of the star, of the grass, they were all told already before, right? But when the whole totality existed, when the slainers of the Bria came into being, then the Hineh, Right? An entirely new type. A grass is a beautiful thing when it stands by itself. But when there's an animal around to eat it and it can support it and can generate life, whatever it is that grass is supposed to do, the hine tells me, right? A new type. A new type which derives from its shlemus. And once you've got the shlemus, so the ra also becomes part. It has a function. Misa has a function, Yetzirah has a function, in its totality. You take Misa by itself, it's horrible. You take the Shlemus of the Rotsna by the Nebriya, Tov Ma'ayt, Tov Novas, and they said, no chance for this. Simcha says, go out and take one of the leaves. You start to see it's Nisha's Rapsa, beautiful grass, it's dry, and it's got holes in it, and it's got ripped a little bit already, right? It's like it doesn't look so great. The beauty out there, it's not, doesn't derive from the individual leaves, right? It's the totality of all the leaves together, right? The, the harmony, how the colors blend, the sun shining on them, and the reds and the greens and the browns and the yellows, right? How the whole thing fits together. The beauty lies in the totality, not in the individual. The individual is like a dried out and doesn't look so good. That's the side. 
there's a special beauty, there's a special courage in strength with the individual. Like Ramban's terrors, we're going to stop now. But Ramban's terrors on his cashier, how can Shwana Hamelet say Hegel, where the terror says Torah, is that you have to differentiate between the individual and the concept. Right? Take a tree. That tree is Hegel. won't last long. Right? Give it a few years, however long a new tree stands, but then it's finished, it dies. It has no key. The idea tree, the cloneliness of tree, the world and its flamers and its totality, is told. Now the word, one word was right. The Gabi Yechidim, the unit, this cat, this ox, this man, this son, whatever it is, right, is Hegel. It's time-bound, and in being time-bound, is subject to death, disintegration, and that's Hegel. We'll see what Hegel is. Right? The totality of the tree, the idea, the concept tree, the concept animal, the concept world, is toiv ma'ayv. Okay? So, that we we'll have to find out and we we'll have to discuss what it is about the individual within the Bria that makes it Hegel, and why Hashem did it. If the Rebbeinishon, in fact, wanted to make the Bria, which is so tight, right, we've got a terror from the Kasha, the world is good. It's beautiful. All the million stars, right? Every one of them, once in a while you see a shooting star, right? I guess, I don't know an astronomer, but I guess, yeah, it disintegrates, and it's gone. So that's the Yochid. But why did Hashem make it that the individual things should be transient? That they should be hateful. And what's all this got to do with Yerushalayim with Chachma? Okay? So that will leave the next week.